0: <clears throat> hey guys, uh, hope you're having a good Friday. Um, feels like this week kinda was weird. You know, it was going slow at first, and they had picked up Wednesday, and now we're here at Friday. So it's uh, good to know. Great that we will have a football weekend once again. Uh, hope you all have uh, like my local people. Hope you all have been safe and you know been able to get a sense of normalcy after Hurricane Sally. Still, you know, still praying, hoping. Uh, also there's a uh family in the Pensacola area that uh had a fire and it basically destroyed everything. And uh they have a GoFundMe page. If you just look it up on PNJ, you uh it, you'll see it's uh, one of the first few stories uh that you'll see. And uh just uh I encourage you you to donate. You know, uh my friend Christian, uh he knows the family personally, so I gave him, you know, uh, $10 off my cash app to be like, hey, uh, I know it's just $10, but I'm just giving something so uh, I can feel like I did something to help that family that basically lost everything. You know, just give a helping hand everything. You know, uh, not to my own harm, but just, you know, just saying that uh, sometimes it's good to give and, you know, help those that are struggling right now, especially in this year and the way things have been going. So, uh, enough of the... Downer topics, let's go get the sports. So um, uh, I know I've been talking about uh, Breeze a few times, but now I'm just going to talk about the actual, you know, the matchup between Green Bay and the Saints. So basically you have a team in Green Bay that's now that's leading the league in points with 42 points a game. And then you have, uh, you know, Breeze and company who has basically not looked as good, I would say, on offense that we're used to seeing in the 15 to 16 years he's been with the Saints. So it's just uh, weird to see, you know, that little decline of our offensive foul power. And again, you have to take into all account the, uh, the reasoning, you know, no preseason, no No real OTAs, no spring OTAs. You know, a bunch of uh, rookies came in the minicamp, didn't have really a minicamp for them. So that all can factor into a season. So what I think we'll get from this uh, matchup is that you'll see a bunch of, uh, you either get one or two things, a defensive game or a very high-powered offensive game, depending on how the defenses are set up. So, you know, with Green Bay, uh, they're particularly uh, not known for their run defense, especially since they traded away Blake Martinez, who was good at uh, defending the middle, I think. And as we saw, that they had difficulty containing uh, the 49ers last year with uh, the run game as well. So it's just, uh, I think if you're the Saints, you use that to your advantage, and you know Ron Kamara and Ron Murray— you know, give them kind of a head start in the game. And there's one thing if I could criticize on Sean Payton's coaching styles, whenever uh, the run game seems to be working, he goes away from it entirely sometimes. And it's like, hey man, we're I mean we're we're getting almost eight yards a carry. That what happened on Monday night against the Raiders. Camaro's averaging eight point two yards a carry, and then we stopped – going to him, we start trying to throw it. And I'm like, hey, I mean, if you run it, keep a good balance, you'll be able to have more, <laughs> you can you can control the time of possession. That's what we were so good at in the 2018 season was that when we had the duo with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, we could just, we could control the tempo by running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, because I think we were one of the lead leaders in time of possession, uh, one of the top two leaders, because we had the balance of of passing and running, so I think that'll factor into the game as well. Defensively, I think uh, factoring in is you know st- getting away from penalties that can cost us. I mean, you know, as we all know, passing interference penalties are a killer because it you basically get the ball the ball at the point of the foul. So if you if you basically have pass interference. At the 20-yard line on your side, then that's gain, and then they have a better chance of scoring. So we have to calm down on the penalties, as well as get more pressure on the quarterback. And uh, we have to we have to talk about Cam Jordan because you know Cam Jordan was dealing with. I don't think it was the third string, and he didn't really have as dominant of a game as we're used to seeing. So it's like, what's going on? Like, is he? It could have been just an off game. You know, I don't expect to really see it again because you know, anytime the defense is criticized for their play before they come out and prove to you why they're one of the they've become one of the top defenses. I also think the Saints also play to their competition. You know, because you see that uh, in most critical games, when the defense wants to step up, they step up in a huge way. They create a turnover and they usually you know disrupt the game. So it's it's. You can't really base how the defense will perform on that one game. I said the other day you have uh, instant reactions, you know, overreactions. It's all fun and game. We also have to take analysis of the game as well. So I think that's a pivotal part of the game as well. And also just how the quarterbacks will do. I mean, will Drew Brees step up and be the Drew Brees that we all knew the past few years, or is he still going to you know, look kind of shaky? With Aaron Rodgers, he hasn't looked shaken at all, and as well as looking as poised and the best he's looked so far. You know, Like I said yesterday, with him having that inkling of, hey, they brought a quarterback in, so I need to actually perform and show them that I still have it in the tank level at 36 years old. So that's all interesting scenarios. So I, but I think if we could be able to get pressure on Rodgers... And get uh him uncomfortable and get him to throw pads he's not used to throwing that, that I like our chances of winning that game. Uh, it's going to be Sunday night primetime you know at uh seven twenty. I don't know if there'll be fans allowed there. Uh, they said they were going to try to incorporate some fans the third week. I haven't heard anything about it, but uh either way, I mean it'll be a good game to watch you know we were used to seeing. The, it's something about the dome field advantage, you know, when, when it's rocking it's rocking, you know, and, and I watch it at home and you can always feel like you're at the game with the surround sound and the, the fans are loud. So again, that's another thing that's uh COVID's taken away. It's kind of that feel of home field advantage. And it's almost like the players are in practice and just everything in that nature, but it still will be a fun matchup either way. I'm looking forward to it and I hope it will be as hyped up as it's supposed to be. And a uh, little notion of last night's game, the Lakers and Nuggets. Uh, Lakers came out with the close victory. Uh, how about Jamal Murray? Jamal Murray just been balling his heart out, you know, and making basically prayer shots, <laughs> which just don't make sense. And it's just nothing but net. So it's just like if the Nuggets don't, you know, come back from that three one deficit, which i, I don 't think they will because you know the Lakers uh know how to close out, but we 'll see, but if they don 't come back from the three one deficit, you have to give kudos to Michael Malone Jamal Murray, that young core of just showing the greatness of not giving up and of always being uh, prepared to play till the last second. you know, so I think if they keep that young core around them they 'll be able to get even farther than they did this year and maybe be able to win a title sooner or later. There's a lot excuse me, there's a lot of good upside to this team of uh, win or lose when they play next time. And then tonight you have the uh Celtics and the Heat. You know, uh Tyler Hero having that thirty eight point game which was the best even shattered the great D-Waves record. And it's like, man, you've seen a lot of these records getting killed. And we're not talking much about how this bubble has actually improved players, it seems like. Because there's no such thing as home field advantage in the bubble because you're all playing in the same arena, basically. So it's like, it's, you, it's you, me against you. It's our best ball against your best ball. There's no fans to distract us. There, there's nothing to keep me from outshining you. And it's just the way this bubble is working. It's like, wow, like it's one of the one of the most competitive playoffs you've seen in a while. And it's just the fact that there isn't that notion of you have to travel Oh, you! Oh, we have, we lost this game. Now we have to go back home, and out. there's none of that. You literally play the game and go back to your hotel room. So, it just the mental aspect of the game is very different in this bubble. And to me, it's one of the one of the uh, most amazing things to see and to watch because you got to admit, in the beginning of the season, no one really pictured the Heat going as far as they did, and the Nuggets going as far as they did. So it's just interested to see how usually nothing pans out to what we always expect it to be you know there's only a few people i know my, my friend nick as well just being one of those people that say i, I think that he surprise surprising people you know besides the actual heat fans but he told me at the uh beginning of last year when the uh season was beginning to start that he was like us he are my sleeper picks so shout out to nick for having that uh <clears throat> excuse me having that Idea as well. You know, uh, so it'll be an interesting finals either way, uh, assuming that the Heat and the Lakers, you know, finish off the team they're supposed to and me up in the finals. It'll be LeBron against his former team, you know, Jimmy Butler against LeBron, who kept him from going farther when he was with the Bulls. It's just interesting uh, storyline. Coach Bow and Coach Vogel. It's going to be a very fun uh, matchup to watch, in my opinion. So, again, hope you all enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the slates of games that's going on. You know, SEC fans, as I am myself, uh, we finally get some good football to watch. Also, uh, good luck to my nose this weekend as they play Miami. Go nose. And as uh, I always say, have a blessed day, y'all.